Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is some of our thoughts. Welcome, everyone. This is episode something teen. Welcome here to some of our thoughts. <laughs> Excellent start, Sarah. Beautiful. Um, we have a really great wine today that is one of my staples at the wine shop. This is called mm-hmm. Gulp Ablo. It's a Verdejo. It's a white liter that has a screw top, and I've already screwed off the top, so we could pour ourselves a little glug of it. Um, so we've talked about our favorite wine called Glue Glue. That's glug glug. This one is called Gulp, but my father <laughs> endearingly <laughs> refers to it as Burp. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Carter, bring me some of that burp. And I'm like, no. <laughs> okay. Such a yummy bottle. The Gulp Verdejo. And if you're looking at this bottle, Ugh. it is a liter bottle. It's also delicious. Yummy. It's a liter bottle. And in the center, it has this man with a really long, <laughs> what do you call that mustache? Like, uh, it's like a curly Q mustache. <laughs> But he's wearing like an old timey like striped swim attire. Yeah, and he's lifting, lifting a barbell. A barbell, but the weights are wine barrels. Ugh, that's so dope. And it says gulp, ablo, and then the little letters for Dayho for the varietal. So cute. They they happen to have an orange wine by the leader that is the exact same label situation. It's just an orange instead of blue. They have a red blend that is a very different label entirely that's like scribbled uh cursive but then the garnacha is this love as a red yeah i had seen this wine in carter's wine shop for so for years and years yeah and And for some reason i just never bought it and she brought it over one night when we made we made the recipe you said shrimp tacos and i was like boom gulp (laughs) gulp there it is yes and it's so good We're on one today, y'all. It's a whole day. It's a Monday here today in the world. Right now, right th- now. on this moment, it is a, a Monday. Monday. I wrote at the top of my notes, I said, bitch, you are out of control. <laughs> 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 so let's try to get our, we'll get ourselves situated. We'll, uh, we'll start talking about this producer, if that's okay. Let's do it. So these guys, I did research for a wine study. I did uh, Garnacha at my parents' house several years ago. And when we had the Gulp Garnacha, I did a lot of research on it. I remember that it was three brothers. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever seen Rick and Morty, they have like that little... <laughs> 
that little bit that's like where he's like flipping channels interdimensionally and they yes. have all of those weird shows and it's like two brothers <laughs> in a car. <laughs> And so I always think about Francisco, Javier, and Louise because Aww. they're like three brothers making wine. <laughs> That's amazing. And um, they, they, it's not like they inherited any um, lands or anything, which is kind of uncommon for Spain, Ooh, right? Because you're mostly yes. gifted or like inherited, you know. So they went in on 445 acres. Oh, wow. And they pull and source from a bunch of other grapes mm-hmm. or producers in the in the area. But the uh, the actual winery is called Bodegas Ponce. Wait, P-O-N-C-E, Ponce. 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 How do you say that with a Spanish, Spanish accent? Ponce. <laughs> it sounded highly French to me, too, though, somehow. I'm trying to be like Castilian. <laughs> Ponce. Well, speaking of that, it is actually Gulp Ablo Verdejo, and it's... Uh, it's from Castilla, La Mancha. That's like the oh. region. La Mancha. Like La Mancha. Don Quixote. Yeah. Um, a couple things about Verdejo. Uh, quite similar to Sauvignon Blanc and Pinot Gris in the in the notes. I, I get like, not from this one so much like a lime, green melon, grapefruit pith, but there is like some fennel and like a lot of like very herbaceous. I can see this being similar to a Sauvignon Blanc, but not vegetal. as like. It's not bright and yeah. punchy like this is a little bit more subtle it's a really really drinkable mm-hmm. well, some might call it chuggable gulpable there you go <laughs> oh i see what they did there um fermented in stainless steel bottled after fermentation is complete 12 percent alcohol it's real uh citrusy yeah it has a lot of lemon mm-hmm. um they were just, they're just so good. They they have this um, really colorful scarpland soil that's like chalky clay covered in pebbles that retain all of the heat from the day. Ooh. And they said that when they walk around, they're very like organic, biodynamic, like crunchy, nice. earthy, hippie <laughs> they boys. They make good ass wine. They really do. But I just loved, I found an interview where one of the brothers <laughs> said um, that he, walk, he walks around barefoot at night to like in the vineyard yeah to like transfer his energies to the the fruits he gets grounded he does yeah and the pebbles that are like in the soil are still so hot from the sun earlier in that day that like they like warm the bottoms of his feet and he said it feels like the earth is giving him little kisses wow (laughs) i was like my people (laughs) yeah that's a whole mood and we just have i think this is one of my favorite combinations of like food music yeah. wine that we've come up with yeah this is a, a really fun one it was a very inspired mm-hmm. i don't know how we came around to beer battered shrimp but that was a very good day i love beer battered anything fair I and really we discovered do. the beer makes a huge difference i in think this it process. does yeah. i think it does um do you want to talk more about verdejo or do you want to move on to i don't know what you, what do you want to do Let's talk about the recipe because I feel like I can talk for a minute about it. Yeah. <clears throat> so originally, this was a foodheim recipe, like mm-hmm. from you know the book that we're obsessed with. However, I we kind of put our own spin on it, and I was telling Carter earlier, I was like, you know, I've made it this way, this way, this way. There's one thing that she hasn't had from it, 
uh, in my mind, I have this other recipe I'm going to do because it's basically I'm going to add in an avocado, like a crema almost, like a cream. Like it's spicy Ooh. and it has like cilantro and avocado and lime. Me. And it's just really good because I think it would be a really good sauce because it needs a little spice. And with you the can't verdejo. forget the cilantro because we've done this oh twice now. <laughs> and the cilantro made such a difference, even it just did. in the, the color of it. Yeah. Like, but... Yeah, um, I forgot the cilantro one time, and then me and, and Ryan were like, "It's okay, it's okay, yeah, fine, it's fine, yeah, don't worry I about it." Carter and Ryan the next day was like, "Oh my god, I forgot the cilantro." We were like, "Yep, it's fine." <laughs> it was not. That was a rookie mistake. So, you do we're gonna lot. do beer battered shrimp tacos. You could do fish also. I just really love shrimp, and I think they're really fun to cook with. This wine goes particularly well with shellfish as mm, well. So but good. also, like, this would be an amazing wine for, like, swordfish tacos. Because oh, we yeah. whipped those up last summer, and we did not have gulp, and I wish we did. What did we drink with that? Probably Modelo. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We, yeah. Anytime we're in the pool, we usually have, like, at least one or two long drinks mm-hmm. sitting somewhere getting hot. And forgotten about, and yeah. then a Modelo yes. in, in each hand, and maybe between my toes Probably. too. <laughs> it's hard. We like we love you know wine in the pool, but Obviously. it's kind of a whole thing. It's like you have to get like a plastic glass, and you have to find one first, and you have to like keep pouring it, and you have to get like back and An forth ice in the bucket, pool. Yeah. yeah, or just you know, in Texas, y'all, y'all, it's like a hundred and ten. <laughs> it Your is wine miserable. is gonna get real hot real fast, real quick. Like just like Drake said. Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> um, also, this is a real quick recipe, honestly. Yo, yeah. Basically, get your oil. And we always do a neutral oil. You can do vegetable oil, peanut oil. Um, Carter's allergic to coconut, but I've also I'm fried. <laughs> Which is. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. No, no, whatever. I've fr- done a big, big fish, fish fry. <laughs> <laughs> that fishy fry. Fish fry. Fish fry <laughs> with coconut oil. And if you get the right one, it actually doesn't have a coconut flavor to it. But whatever. Carter would still go into anaphylactic shock. She would. She would. And need an EpiPen infusion. <laughs> <laughs> so you get your neutral oil. No coconut oil for Carter. Never give her coconut. Um and I do my little thermometer thing. I put the oil in. And I believe it had to get to 275. There was a moment where we were all just standing around watching the I temperature was so climb. Pissed. <laughs> and I had the I had the dial on like eight, and Ryan was like, "It'll get there at four. And I was like, "Um, your mom. It's not gonna get there at four tonight. Like, I'm turning your this bitch up. Like, I need the oil to be hot. So basically, as you're waiting for that oil to heat up, you have a few things you're gonna do. Obviously, you're going to get your shrimpies. You need about a pound of shrimp. I think it's perfect for three people. Didn't so Homeboy hooked you up with like a free half pound, he too. He did. Well, I got a pound and a half when I knew the three of us were doing tacos. And Homeboy, at the grocery store here, he like had some shrimp hanging off the scale. And he looked at me and goes, is this okay for you? And I was like, Fuck yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> great. Thanks so much. Gang, gang. So I probably got two pounds of shrimp, and that was way too many shrimp for three it people. Was. Well, because, I mean, it wouldn't have kept after it was no. fried. No. But then you also don't want to just, like, have a handful mm. of shrimp sitting around. Yeah. It was weird. Because <laughs> for each taco, you really only need, like, three shrimp. Because about yeah. the time, and, you know, they're usually a pretty good-sized shrimp 
in itself and then you have beer batter all over it that's going to make it fluffier yeah and then all your fixings they're cumbersome yeah so you have your raw shrimp right you're going to grab in a separate large bowl you're going to make the beer batter so you'll need a cup of flour a about a teaspoon of smoked paprika if you want a little bit of a smokiness to it you can also add garlic powder um, I've done the smoked paprika, and I do like the flavor it has in it, but mostly cayenne. If you put some cayenne in it. Well, I was going to say, what about, like, achiote? Yeah, that would be great, too. That would be sick, that would actually. Be really that would be, like, very Baja, California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. Remember that scene in I Love You, Man, where they were eating fish tacos? <laughs> yes. And he had, like, food coming out of his mouth, <laughs> and that was, like, the first night that they, like, we're really like vibing with each yeah. other. And he was like, I just forgot. Like I didn't even talk to you about real estate. And he was like, I don't want to hear about real estate. I just <laughs> wanted to like eat tacos and hang out with you. And he was That's like me when I talked to anyone, like, oh, I, I didn't want to hear about anything serious. Later's on the Minjay. <laughs> Sorry, I keep interrupting you. No, not no, not at all. Um, you'll need about a half teaspoon of baking powder and then Every recipe I found says a cup of beer. I have found you need closer to three-fourths of a can, maybe a whole can, because you really want the mixture as you're mixing this all together. You want it to be the consistency of, like, pancake batter. That's exactly what it looks like. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, if it's too thin, obviously you're not going to have a sticky batter that's going to adhere to that shrimp. But if you have it too thick, ew. (laughs) That's right. It's just not going to mix correctly, and then it's just going to be globby did you double fry these Mm -mm. oh see that's what i thought that we did no it just gets so crispy from the batter damn i know and a lot of recipes too i was me and carter been talking a lot about this they say you know use whatever beer just use like a modello use a corona use some kind of like whatever and i'm like "Mm, we can do better guys yeah so i've been using the gold live oak Yes, beer. anything live oak, the Hyphavizen, yeah, but even that pills. Old. I really liked the amber that they had, Big Bark. Mm-hmm. Big Bark is what I really love using, but we used gold the last two times, and it was still really good. And I think you do get that flavor from the beer in it. Get a little sip, mix yeah. it, drink it, yeah. eat it. So good. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so as you have all that prepared, you're basically dipping your little shrimpies into the batter you're taking them out i usually use tongs for that and then you just fry them up and shrimp are one of those things where they'll kind of float to the top give it like i would say three minutes max because shrimp does not take long to cook no matter how you're preparing it yeah they're very fleshy watery yeah yeah um so after you have your shrimp and i would lay them on like a paper towel you know to drain and they're really freaking hot when you immediately fry them of course how you're dressing it is you're going to want to have some really thin sliced cabbage. And with the cabbage, it's, you know, kind of like a slaw. You just do a lot of lime juice, some salt, kind of work it with your hands. And it's just so nice. It's crunchy. It's that little hint of like salt and lime. Very refreshing. Mm-hmm. And then you can dress it however you want, right? You can just do cabbage. You can do some like jalapenos. You can do a salsa. You can do cilantro. Don't forget, like I like to do. Um, but then this is the recipe for the like the cream that I think would be really good with it. You take avocado, a little bit of olive oil, some jalapeno, garlic cloves, pretty heavy in garlic, honestly, fresh cilantro, more lime and some salt. Put that in a food processor and you're going to make it pretty thick. So in my mind, you have your tortilla. Obviously, you need tortillas. You're making tacos. 
you have your tortilla, you've crisped it up a little bit, it's hot, it's nice, it's ready. You put that cream down on the bottom and then you just build it, right? You do your shrimp, you'll do your slaw. If you want more hot sauce, go for it. If you want, I don't know, radishes, more cilantro. I always do a lot of lime on my tacos. Yes, like at least so much lime. One or two lime wedges per taco. So good. I love the lime taco have to you can do cheese if you want it's not really kind of a cheesy thing because it's shrimp yeah i wouldn't think the the god the slaw was perfect though and like so perfect in its simplicity Mm -hmm. because i made that um a very similar coleslaw from maddie matheson with those with the Alabama white barbecue sauce and those chicken, the smoked barbecue chicken. That was so good. I texted. That's a recipe, too. Yeah. It's like a, an episode. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and we have not even begun to talk about Maddie Matheson. No. And, mm. Iconic. Eric, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. He's coming. But um, honestly, there was, uh, there was a dream that I had about a, a cookie sheet full of shredded chicken yes and i said i texted ryan and i was like can we make these happen <laughs> <laughs> and i have videos I, they're in my favorites album and That's i so good i constantly fantasize about it but that coleslaw was very similar in the sense that mm-hmm. it was literally just like a little bit of vinegar i think i let it sit and like do like a little quick pickle yeah basically because you just want with the onion acidity, and cabbage mm-hmm, the yeah. salt let it do its thing lots of lime because it really does Almost like when you're making ceviche, it's amazing how quick things break down. Totally. Just with the, the acidity and the salt. Yeah. It's crazy. It's science. It is. I never liked science, but Ew, if science. I knew it had to do with food. Right? <laughs> I'd be Did like, we have food science classes growing up? Honestly. I, if they could actually like bring that into chemistry in a practical way and yeah. like cooking, I mean, I would have paid attention. Me I actually too. would have gone to class. We just did word searches in my science classes. And what? School. Like crosswords? <laughs> yes. Literally crosswords with science words. <laughs> oh, actually. I'm, I'm like, I went to a very small school. I've taught myself basically anything I know. <laughs> it's great. Which People so always much. think I'm very intelligent. And I'm she like, is. I'm an extremely intuitive person wow. that can read you to a T immediately. Yo. That doesn't mean I'm very knowledgeable about many things. That's but not true. You are. You are incredible. I mean, yeah, I'm not dumb. I have great grammar. You do. I can spell the shit out of anything. Okay, you can't. Oh. But science? <laughs> Give me a word search. <laughs> Or relate it to food. Or relate Make it, to it food. food related. And we are here for it. And we pay attention. Yeah. Wow, yeah. And those tacos just slapped. I mean, I forget what They're day so of the week. They're so crispy, too. It was crispy, an easy crunchy. weeknight kind of thing, though. So easy. Because sometimes we'll get in over our heads on a weeknight and, like, <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Yep. I have started making batches of that pizza dough, by the way. I did last night. <gasps> no, she better don't. Oh, she already done had her, sis. <laughs> you did do the pizza dough last yeah, night? Yeah, of course. It's been oh, fermenting. Yeah. It needed eight hours of beauty sleep, just like Jaime himself. She texted me and she goes, um, I just grabbed, I pretty much robbed my mom from I did. the kitchen. I robbed Nancy. <laughs> She's like, I got the KitchenAid mixer. I got the... I I'm actually going to use it. Yeah, it, it makes a difference. Yeah. I, use this sh- I use mine so much. Thanks, yeah. Holly, if you're Shout listening. out, Holly. Shout out, Holly. Holly Bits. She sold me this uh, KitchenAid mixer for too cheap. 
way way too cheap. Well, but she's I very generous. It. She's amazing. Yeah, she's and it's super. yellow. It matches it's your glasses. <laughs> My glasses. I love yellow. I love yellow and orange. Yeah, very like warm sunset tones in your house. That's why I love it. It's very comfy. So this particular night, we made these shrimp tacos. Lucas was running around being crazy. As per um, usual. <laughs> it was just amazing to me that when Sarah said shrimp tacos, my first thought, I was literally standing at the shelves thinking like, what, what, what? What do I take? And then I saw Gulp, and I was like, oh, my God, duh. Obviously. And when I walked into your house, I was like, I know, I know, you're probably, and she was like, what? No, I've never had this one before, which yeah, is Yeah, she was crazy. like, you probably, you're tired of it, you've had it. And I was like, I've literally never had it. <laughs> Bitch, think again. <laughs> no, because I think I've told you guys, white wine, well, we both have, white wines are a newer monster for us. Very, like, very we new just, phenomena. We love reds, we love bubbles, and I'm still more apprehensive with any white. Yeah. Well, eh. we had less this. More, less so now that it's 100 and yeah. 400 degrees outside, I'm like, honestly, what's cold? I'm going to get that. Just looking in the fridge constantly for whatever mm-hmm. is cold mm-hmm. and the coldest. <laughs> um, yeah. We, we had a Shannon recently that shall remain nameless. That was just biggity flawed. Oh, oh, It had that yeah. VA. Because I was so excited about it for you. She we had the Cab up, Franc. Man. They had a Cab <laughs> Franc, too. And that was, like, so good. And so good. Everything we love about a Cab Franc, that episode is kind of in the works right now. Because mm. it's a very underrated great varietal, but we happen to have so much of it at my job. I love Cab Franc. Truly. And we have a lot of really great... Uh, French Cab Franc specifically, but then yeah. there this and that one was a French producer, but they had the Shannon that was like it. It was a much different consistency than the one that we got, and I yeah. I don't think it was because of the refrigerator. I don't know. Maybe it was just the just that, that one bottle. <laughs> Honestly, it, and was, it was real such eggy. a bummer. It was like stinky eggs. Yeah. But it, but then it also had that overly sweet quality, too, yeah, where it was oh, like, yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, I should back up with the eggy thing. Sometimes you'll open wines and you'll pour them. And you're like, oh, God, what is that? But a lot of times they will just waft away after you let them open up. Totally. So that's a thing, too. But yeah, you're right. That one was oddly sweet. And we were both like, what's going on here? <laughs> Well, and I mean, I had hyped that one up. So when I walk in with Gulp, I'm like, I know, I know, <laughs> Eeyore. And Sarah's like, no, wait, what? What is this? And I think we probably had the whole liter gone. Oh, yeah. Within... Before... Uh, no, no, we saved we saved some with the tacos for I've, sure. I have a bad habit of bringing multiple bottles with me. Typically like six at a time. And I'm like, ma'am. <laughs> between four to six. But between me, you and Ryan. That's true. There's three of us. And then sometimes we'll just leave it. And I honestly have a little yeah. stash of like food and wine at Sarah's house. She does. I don't expect it to be there when I come back. But it's also <laughs> like I may not know the next time I'm coming over. And I like to be prepared. Yes. And it's too hot to leave wine in our car. So I just leave it at Sarah's. Yeah, that's a whole problem right now. <laughs> honestly. <sighs> Um, <laughs> speaking of like weather, there was one or two little things about Gulp I wanted to mention oh, yeah. before we start talking about the music. So, um, I made a note from this 
uh, Wine Folly article that I pulled up That's what about Verdejo. Yeah. yeah, classic. Really love Wine Folly, man. Really easy, approachable, like reading, and then also they use language that is very universal in yes. in terms of wine, like lingo and um, vernacular. Because I, mean, I mean, I love the word vernacular. 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 <laughs> so you'll get you'll get a lot of uh, our textbooks, for instance, like the mm-hmm. Wine Bible. Uh, our friend Kyle bought us both these beautiful National Geographic wine encyclopedias that I use for so research. Cool. So thanks, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. That's awesome. Um, then I have a, a book <laughs> on wine grapes. So <laughs> I thought about. I think we opened it within a day or so, and then each time he watches Obi, it's like I had to get Carter one too, and he's like <laughs> I had to get Sarah one. We were like, oh, okay, fine, <laughs> yeah, it was so cute. It was honestly, like I could just get one of them for you guys. You have to have one. It was really <laughs> sweet because I I have all of it's my a textbooks. Huge book. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a coffee table book. It's yeah. and it's beautiful imagery and it very very. I mean, it's an encyclopedia, right? So I have mine at encyclopedia. work. Encyclopedia. <laughs> encyclopedia have you ever seen how i met your mother no damn it there's this okay listeners if you've ever seen how i met your mother ted mosby he has this thing where it's like it's not encyclopedia it's encyclopedia and he corrects everyone until the end of time it's encyclopedia and then everyone's just you know obviously angry at him you're like it's leviosa (laughs) not leviosa yeah like that exactly and everyone's like ted come on come on man it's like encyclopedia it, continue. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, okay, we uh, we have a lot of really beautiful resources. I guess is the point of all of this. And um, I love Wine Folly. I think especially for beginners. For I have sure. so many people that walk into my job and say, "I want to know everything you know," and I'm like, "Bitch, you got four <laughs> years." <laughs> like. Truly. And then also have just enough interest to like sit and like read about wine. Yeah. And then the restraint to, you know, hold on to bottles for certain occasions. <sighs> yeah. We're working on that one. <laughs> I am excellent. I have incredible self control. Because mm, Carter will just buy two of everything. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, this is for later. This is for today. This is for podcasts. And then I do have like one or two little sticky notes in my refrigerator that's like, bitch, do not. (laughs) And like today I like, I write myself really mean messages. Quit that. Um, But on my door, it was like, don't forget the gulp, you asshole. And when I saw it, I was like, thanks, bitch. Last it's like me. when you drink too much, but you like leave yourself a glass of water and like a yeah, couple aspirin like, for yourself you. in the morning or like activated charcoal. Like, oh, I got me. I love <laughs> you. You insane idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. Yeah. Um, so long story short, Wine Folly said when Verdejo sees more oxygen during fermentation, usually during oak aging, um, the resultant wine becomes full-bodied and somewhat nutty, which I've never experienced. Nutty, because nutty. Nutty. This is the nutty only brown. The only. What is that? <laughs> Maybe just your brain. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Nutty brown. <laughs> I'm listening and I'm also Google googling. It. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta know what nutty brown is. But I think this is honestly the only true blue 100% Verdejo I've ever had. I've obviously had it mixed with other things, um, mostly Albarino. But there is there's a, a couple of really beautiful Verdejos, and um, uh, <laughs> it was an amphitheater. 
and it closed. Nutty Brown? <laughs> in Hayes County, like in Austin. <laughs> I've never been there. <laughs> You've probably heard Stan talk about it at some point, oh or like God. Ray. Your brain is just a hodgepodge. It is. My brain is porridge. It's a big old bag of weird. <laughs> Oh, okay, wait, but Nutty Verdejo? I'm really having a hard time with that. Like I can't grasp it. That's what it says with additional notes of almond oh. and honey. And oh, I can maybe. But it says when it's oxidized and it's in oak aged, and this is made in stainless steel, so we don't have any of that. What are you giggling about? Laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Nutty Brown. <laughs> um. I just think that has it has so much to do. Oh, and then also thought a little cute little tidbit is that Verdejo is thought to have originated in North Africa, which is a what? Right. I mean, close ish to Spain, but also like far enough away. And also Africa. Like what? I did not know that. Because I thought it was like full Spanish grape, like Spanish people, Spanish, you know, everything. They have a little tidbit here that says, too, Verdejo is not the same grape as the Portuguese grape, Verdejo. Uh mm -hmm. That's good to know. And I mean, very similar. If you look, if you're just, you know, quickly browsing bottles, it's a completely different wine. Of course. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if anyone has just like a rudimentary idea of geography, there is a, a, it's pretty close to Portugal, Spain, you know, (laughs) it's right there. They're practically neighbors. Um, but there is that style of wine that's the Vina Verde mm-hmm. that I always, before I'd ever actually had any, I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of green. This is kind of grassy. I get like that vegetal, like we were saying earlier, like fennel. Yeah. Um, I did have a gulp the other day that was like green bell pepper like all day. And I kept thinking the like, Verdejo? yeah, I've oh. never had a gulp that had this level of pyrazines. I think that's where it comes in more of like. Why they compare it to Sauvignon Blanc. Because yeah. Sauvignon Blanc is real pyrazzini. And green. And green, yeah. Yeah. You know, this is more room temperature now. I get a little bit of it. If I'm, like, reaching for it, though. I think mine had been sitting out <clears throat> at the pool all day. And so it was a See? little, uh, it was just as crispy as I happened to be. And, crispy um, business. <laughs> <laughs> me, like, sliding through the ranch house. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I found these shoes in my closet that I can actually slide behind the bar with. And I was being so obnoxious last week. No, I'm sure. I was like sliding and like hitting people with my hips. And they were like, I want to get mad at you, but you're my boss. (laughs) And you're adorable. (laughs) I was like, I'm just having fun, guys. So he was like, watch out. Everyone have fun. I'm in a good mood. You better be (laughs) too. (laughs) It's so apparent when I'm just like, guys, I'm really we're gonna do a great job we're gonna do this and like I hype myself up for them or when I'm like I actually get enough sleep and I'm like hey I'm obnoxious this is how I really am Have like Leia look out yeah I'm literally my dog yes <laughs> she is you I mean they're like I just gotta lay here for like three hours or I'm like hey let's go let's go let's go let's do it let's do it I don't know I'm all over the place Today's, how are you feeling right now I feel great because Good. I laughed until I cried about nutty brown <laughs> Whatever that unlocked in my brain in that moment. <laughs> it was deep in there, too. It's like we unlocked a new level of serenity in this episode. Yeah, I'm here for it. <clears throat> Any hoosies. I let's think, talk about the music. Um, the day that I had the really green Pirazzini version of this gulp, I was driving out to my parents' house. 
Oh, really? Which is my happy place, yes. It's such and a great house. I listen to music uh, in the car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I told you coming in here today, we were going down a road. Um, this the long and winding road. <laughs> To the ranch house <laughs> with the gulp. And um, it is on, a long road. To it is. Ranch house. It's over Actually, a mile. Yeah. Trust me, I know. I've had to Jesus. walk it several oh, times. No. Uber drivers are like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, here we go. Um, this album, okay. Th- have you, if, I almost just said, like, have oh. y'all heard of Modest Mouse? Like, y'all are in here with me. Well, this particular album was out in 2004. Yes, I, yes, it was. <laughs> Good times for in our lives. Good news for people who love bad news. Yep. And um, I can't explain how brains work, uh, but I was driving and the sun was shining and I had this bottle sitting in my passenger seat with anticipation of opening it and once I turn on to my parents property I honestly do because it's a screw top so I just you know we sip <laughs> private property yeah, yeah. private property <laughs> <laughs> this is Texas fight me <laughs> come and take it <laughs> good god so um I love the song float on that's probably like their most well-known song off of this album because it was a huge Music video on MTV back in the day. Oh, man. Every, oh. Before school, after school, during back school. Back when they would only play music videos for, yeah. a, well, not only, but like before we went to school, yeah. They yeah. would play music. It was like MTV, MTV2, VH1. They all played music videos in the morning. And yeah. that's how I think we both always got ready in the yeah, morning. definitely. Listening to music, watching music videos. How great. And like, I wasn't cool enough to know, like, I had my older cousin, Jesse, shout out Jesse, who always gave me his music, but it was like Nirvana and like Smashing <laughs> Pumpkins, which is great. I mean, yeah. oh, I can't believe I just did like Nirvana. Like, oh, yeah, just Nirvana. But this kind of stuff, I mean, he was in I mean, 2004, was we were 13. Mature, though, for when you were, how old were we when this? 13. Uh, yeah. He was 23, so he was over it. Like, he yeah. wasn't in my life every day. And so mm-hmm. I had to find my own music. And I mean, they had some really good alternative stuff on MTV, like Newfound Glory. Like back in the day. And that's when I started going to like Hot Topic. And I was yes. like, ooh, <laughs> this? Yes. Um, my, yeah, my dad would take me shopping. I was like, I want to go to Hot Topic and PacSun. And I want the, the belt with the checkered, <laughs> yep. that horrible checkered Vans, belt. Vans, Converse. baggy pants, Avril Lavigne. You know. Avril Lavigne. Ryan How gives she me doing? so much. She's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. She's about to get married. She just put out a new album and it's very punk. She's a queen. And she's like. Her old self, but she could cuss now because she's an oh, adult. Yeah, let's listen to it in the car. <laughs> it's so good. Yes. Yeah. So um, continue. Modest Mouse, though, real quick. So this is, God, this whole album, um, probably some of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard in my life. Um, Blame It on the Tetons. I was, was about to say, oh. That song gets me. Blame it on the Tetons and I need a scapegoat. And, oh, honestly, this is a good time to shout out our... I think our biggest fan, or is that Collier? Zach, sweet baby Zach, sweet Zach. Um, I I'm just the biggest fan of him. He used to be in this band called the Tasty Dactyls that we both saw at our ambush, and so that was many times. a little bit. I mean, I started going in like tw- 2007, so it was definitely after we had already discovered Hot Topic and like figured <laughs> out <laughs> the world a little bit more. Yeah, um, and we were just older; we could go to like concerts on our own. But he. 
has the most amazing taste in music. And when I told him we were doing this pairing, he yeah. was like, first of all, I need this bottle. I was like, check cash. Oh, yeah. I'll bring it to you tomorrow. Got you, Zach. Also, he, um, he's just, he's always been super encouraging of us. And I think it's really sweet. And if you're listening to us right now, hi, baby. I love you, baby. We love you, Zach. And you are one of the most amazing musicians. Honestly. Ever. Yes. Ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Truly. Um, I just think about him because he's got kind of this like nasally, like beautiful, like uh, gravelly, nasally voice. It's hard, so hard to describe. But the guy from Modest Mouse has a pretty similar like register and like tone mm-hmm. as Zach. And so when I was listening to this, like that <laughs> day where I, I texted Sarah and I was like, have we picked a, an album for gulp? Because I think this is it. So it. And part of it was listening to like, there's a couple of songs. So Bukowski is just like, so yes. like the good windy times are killing me too. Oh, yeah. Anything, such a good album. anything with the brass section I'm obsessed with. The R expanded is my favorite band ever. And, um, they have saxophone, trumpet, but mm. they have a French horn in this. Yes. And speaking of how I met your mother, that's all I know about it. The blue French horn. <laughs> that's all I know. That's dumb. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's it's cute. It's cute. But if I can, I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> She's doing this it. This is the intro. And it's just so good. When Carter sent me that too, I was like, man, I I looked at the album because you know. I don't have, I don't own it. Yeah. I was like, you know, Modest Mouse did have some bangers. And I looked up and went, oh my God. And all of them are on this album. Literally. (laughs) Cool. It's, they're all so different in tone. They're so different. There's literally one called like, uh, Satin in a Coffin. And it's like, Mm -hmm. Satin in a Coffin. Like he's like crawling out of like a grave almost. So good. But then there's like One Chance and The World at Large, which are, amazing yes beautiful oh, world at large is beautiful that was that's a really fun song to cover if you're ever just like i think i just want to like play some music just totally get your guitar strum that one it's it's so fun the good times are killing me i feel like i relate to right now because i'm always tired i have a full-time job yes. in management this is I, a crazy time for us too right now yeah. sarah just harvested all of the grapes at her vineyard on saturday yeah, we had a really crazy weekend i went to austin to see a, a really good friend that was only here for the weekend i went there friday got home kind of late couldn't sleep i had too much anxiety about sleeping through my 6 a.m alarm <laughs> no 5 30 alarm for saturday yeah we harvested all of our grapes, our estate Tempranillo, really beautiful fruit. It was great. You know, it was a fun day. Then I worked Sunday, productive, blah, blah, blah. You know, between the good times at work and, like, being home with my son, that gives me so much joy, obviously, also, because now he's, like, a person and, like, running around and being Very close to talking. Yeah, he's insane. So cute. I really do feel like just the title, The Good Times Are Killing Me. The Good Times. Y'all, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm always so incredibly tired where I'm like, how am I alive? Because I'm the person that pre-baby, I needed like 10 to 12 hours of sleep per night to be like, all right, I'm good. And now I'm like, uh, hey, everybody. Cut to us getting ready to come here. And I texted Sarah. She was like, do you still want to get lunch? I was like, I need to sleep for another hour. I was like, I, I get it. You're good. You're so good. I relate to that song because the first thing he says on the first part of the track mm-hmm. is he walks in and he goes, can we smoke in here? <laughs> or no, I think he says, is there an ashtray in here? And he goes, That's you can't smoke weird. in here. And then the guy in the back just went <laughs> like, they're going to do what they're going to do. This is a really beautiful setup, too, because, like, we're sitting in this dark, cool room. It's a million degrees outside. I have my sunglasses on, 
And like we are kind of like the good times, you know. Carter the looks amazing right times now. Too. Are killing me. So good. Here we go. Here we go. Well, I had a great time today. <laughs> Is We're there doing. anything else you want to say about the tacos or the vinyl or the wine? I want to. Oh, how much is this bottle at the wine shop? $17. Shut your hole. No, I won't. <laughs> Never. That's great. The um, the red blend is the same exact price point, and then the garnacha is 19 And mm. we haven't had the gulp orange in a very long time. Um, like in stock? Yeah, because mm. it, it, it gets sold out through wholesale. But they have oh, it at yeah. True Love. At FOMO. Oh, fun. And so I would imagine that is probably a $19 bottle as well. Yeah. Because they're all just super affordable. They make them so affordable, too, with, like, the twist-off feature. Like, that is just cheaper. They're they're one of my favorite producers ever. Like, I I have had the orange wine. Now I've had the Verdejo. I've had... I love their Grenache, their Grenache. I love the red blend. They're solid. Solid. They're so good. For the price point, too, it's like, oh, man. Shout out T. Edwards. Shout out the... The brothers. The brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out that's Damien very, That's very Darjeeling limited to Honestly, three brothers. Three brothers. Love it. Wouldn't well, it be amazing if you could hear a train going off in the distance? It's from Darjeeling Limited. It's so like, good. Did you fuck that Indian girl? <laughs> Where are those nuts at? Sorry. How that's did my- they lose the train? It's on the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line. We haven't located us yet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah and I are going to go watch that and leave y'all alone. And eat some tacos. We love All you. Right. Well, you guys, as always, grab your favorite glass. Or Dejo. Put on your favorite record. Modest Mouse. Yeah. And let's have some fun. Thank you for listening to some of our thoughts. Cheers. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.